Well, let's uh, defer to a man who's been involved in more elections and all of us together, and that's Congressman Peter King, who joins us here in the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion. Merry Christmas, Congressman King. Merry Christmas to you, Curtis, my fellow Jesuit almost graduate. <laughs> As Peter King says, John, he graduated Brooklyn Prep, and the Jesuits shined their boots on my backside and kicked me to the curb in my senior year. Merry Christmas, yeah, John, to you and Judge right. Weinberg. Thank you. You too, Congressman. John, you had a question for Peter King? Congressman, uh, yeah. why why uh, is Joe Biden, or the, uh, President Biden, not allowing... And why uh, not allowing the borders to be shut? I mean, Admiral Staridi said to us that, yes, we're right, that the Democrats should agree with the Republicans to cure the border so we could give full funding to Ukraine and full funding to Israel. Shouldn't everybody rise up and pull it together as Americans? Shouldn't the, Democrat, the common sense Democrats say to the United States, the Democrat United States senators, enough is enough. Lock up our borders and then we'll fund Ukraine and we'll fund Israel. Why are we only protecting the Ukrainian border? Why are we only protecting the Gaza border? I mean, I don't understand it. John, it makes absolutely no sense. It is illogical. The only political logic in this is that I think uh, Curtis would agree with me on this that they feel the immigrants come in, ultimately going to become Democrats. Also, it's, and, and they're going to vote Democrat. And also, that somehow this is appealing to their left-wing progressive base. They have to keep that base united, they feel, to win elections. And I think it's, a, uh, uh, it, it's going to end up blowing up in their faces. But right now, it's hurting the people of New York. It's hurting the people of the United States. But, John, I can't answer your question. There's no, there's no logical governmental reason why. And all I can see, I, I, I believe they see a certain short-term political benefit in it in that appeases the progressive base now and a long-term base uh, benefit in that these people will ultimately end up voting Democrat. John, let me just say one thing. I'm down here in North Carolina celebrating Christmas with my uh, daughter and her family. And the highlight of the day, as you may recall, you gave me uh, two of your ties to give it to my grandson, Jack. Jack is the happiest guy in the world right now. He's going to wear them everywhere, so... Uh, Jack, Jack gives you a big thank you. Well, uh, you know, uh, I love those ties. I used to give them to all my friends, a lot of uh, presidents, a lot of congressmen. I know a congressman on the phone with us now that used to wear them all the time. <laughs> That's right. And, and uh, you know, it's, uh, and my favorite tie, and it's, it might be available on WABC uh, store, uh, was the tie with the uh, eagle. Right. And you gave him one of those, so he had he got two ties. So he's a very, very happy young man. But, John, getting back to your question, this is really, to me, the political debate we have to have in this country. is, And we have to make sure that Democrats are held accountable for this. They can't get away with just having open borders. Remember, in the last election, 2020, Joe Biden was basically saying to immigrants that the border would be open. When he's elected, come on in. And then he's, he's, I mean, President Trump had the best numbers as far as stopping illegal immigration in years. And even President Obama, in fairness to him, did a far better job than Joe Biden. But Biden loosened all the restrictions of the border, stopped the construction of the border wall, cut back on, on the uh, border patrols down there, and the whole mood changed. And now you have them you know, coming in at alarming rates, and it's really having a, it's, uh, the impact it's having, and the point that uh, Curtis made, 
I guess we'll have to wait and see where that tuberculosis is coming from. But reality is when you're bringing people in who are not being tested, who have not uh, gone through the same medical uh, procedures that we have, the kids don't get the, uh, and, you know, the uh, antibiotics, don't get the inoculations, don't get uh, whether it's smallpox, polio, go down the list. It's bound to happen. It's only a matter of time uh, that the disease is not such spreading, especially, th- you know, through those communities. Well, do us a favor, uh, Congressman King, do us a favor, unlike everyone else who's fleeing down to North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Texas, Tennessee, come back. Don't become a Tar Heel down there. Come back, Congressman King. I am, I am a New Yorker through and through. I was uh, born in Manhattan, raised in Queens, went to school, high school and college in Brooklyn, and now I'm proud to work for WABC in Manhattan. You can't get rid of me, Curtis. I'm around. Well, good. Oh, <laughs> and God. I told, and Peter, I told Curtis, he is the youngest guy, even though he's going to be 70, he's the youngest guy of the senior crew. And I'm, I'm probably the oldest. You go, except, no, thank God Al D'Amato's coming on, because Al, Al is older than I am. But other than that, I think I'm up Al, there. I'm, the, the senior senator from New York, yeah. he's only 86 and a half. He'll be coming on, and thank God I made peace with him.